0: Hey, I'm Leslie Myrick, and this is Bust Out of Boring, a weekly podcast to help high-achieving moms bust out of boring homes without stress and overwhelm. I'm an interior designer based in the Atlanta, Georgia area, and I work with clients all over the US and Canada. I know your home matters to you, and you want it to be a safe space to rest and recharge with your family. But in between board meetings, church commitments, travel, yoga classes, and cheering on your kids from the sidelines, there really isn't time left to decorate your home and keep your sanity. You know how to prioritize your life and work, and your home is dropping lower and lower down your priority list, and avoiding it is only stressing you out. I can help. Let's bust out of boring. Hey everyone, Leslie Myrick here. Welcome to Bust Out of Boring. This is episode 114, how to accessorize with inexpensive home decor. So if you've ever tried to accessorize a room and by the time you've accounted for every shelf, every table surface, rugs, pillows, you know that it can eat up a huge chunk of your design budget. So I want to chat today about how to include less expensive accessories and still have your home look amazing. I want to make sure I'm clear. While we're talking about how to accessorize with inexpensive home decor, inexpensive Lower priced accessories are only part of a successful interior. You need to layer in statement pieces, things that truly speak to your style as well, whether that's art, whether those are tabletop accessories, It's worth it to splurge on a few great accessories that really reflect you and your taste, the colors you love, the textures you love. Maybe it's things you've collected on your travels. Those are going to be the foundation, the really key pieces in accessorizing a room. But we all need those filler pieces, the things that, you know, they're fine, you like them, but aren't the essentials for a room. So when you're accessorizing, Start with key pieces that you love that reflect you and your style and your life and your personality and all the things you love, and then fill in the blanks with less expensive accessories. Let's talk about three things to look for when you are shopping for lesser expensive accessories. And when I refer to, you know, less expensive or inexpensive home decor, I'm kind of thinking of the things that you could buy at a mass retailer pick the one you like. There's lots of great stuff out there. Three things to look for when you're choosing less expensive accessories. The first one is neutral colors. So if I'm buying filler pieces, accessories, and I'm not spending a fortune on them, I choose things that are white or really dark colors and textures, neutral colors and textures like wood and marble. Those tend to look the most expensive, go really light or white, go really dark or black, and then marble and wood, stone or wood, anything in those families. The reason is bright colored accessories are great, but when they're made cheaply, They really look it. I've been really surprised at some of the things I found at stores like Target that are marble and brass or marble and wood or some combination of all of the above. And they look pretty good for the price. And I think they look beautiful on a shelf. So if you're going for cheap accessories, keep it neutral. The second thing to look for is metallic finishes. I mentioned brass earlier. I do think metallics are great filler accessories because they bring a little bit of sparkle, a little light, a little texture. And I love accessories that have rougher, more distressed metal. Maybe it's a hammered finish, some sort of textured finish. Maybe it's black iron, something that is naturally imperfect, Because here's what happens. If you try to find a super shiny, inexpensive accessory, unless it's made perfectly, which it isn't because it's an inexpensive accessory, those little imperfections, those warps in the surface, those bubbles, that's what gives it away as a cheap piece. So stay away from cheap, super shiny metal accessories but look for things that have hammered finishes, textured finishes, something with a little bit of imperfection baked into the design. Those are going to look the most expensive and give you the best visual bang for your buck. The third thing to look for when shopping for inexpensive accessories is texture, texture, texture. Now, if you're already looking for neutrals and metallics, you're probably already finding things with great texture. Think of faux fur, hair on hide, like You know, the look of a cowhide rug, marble, wood, metallics, linen, things that are not so perfect and have rich texture. So when they're layered into a room, they really start to just, they feel really good. Not everything is so shiny and perfect, but they have a little bit of a story, a little bit of character to them. Those are going to make inexpensive things look a lot more expensive when you mix them in with your key pieces. And I want to say that again because it's important. You cannot just cheap out on all of your accessories in a room. It's going to show that you just went to your local home goods and picked up a bunch of crap. But when you have found key pieces, when you have found really cool accessories, something that you know you found at a local flea market, maybe it's something by a local artist, you had a pillow made you know, 10 years ago that you still love, start with those and then fill in the blanks to fill your space with what you need by looking for things that are neutral, metallic, and richly textured. Those are gonna get you the best bang for your buck and the whole room is still gonna work even though you're layering in less expensive pieces. It's that mix of high and low, all the different textures and finishes and colors and sheen levels, that whole combination is going to be what makes this space look freaking amazing. So don't be afraid to go cheap, just layer it in with more expensive things. Now, if you want to go to lesliemeyerich.com slash freebies, I have a styling secrets cheat sheet that has additional tips to help you style your space. I think it's really going to help you if you're feeling stuck on pulling a room together. And of course, I would love to work with you one-on-one. You can also find more at LeslieMyark.com about how to work with me. And I wanted to let you know that starting next week, Bust Out of Boring will no longer be live on Facebook, but don't worry, the video will still be there and on Instagram and YouTube and plus the audio is always available at the podca- as a podcast. I am just working on rearranging my time and my schedule and getting the most bang for my buck and showing up live every week is very challenging, but I will make sure that the video content is still here every Monday and the podcast content as well for you. It's still new stuff coming your way. It just won't technically be a live video on Facebook. Anyway, all that rambling aside, if I can help you with your design project, let's talk. You can reach me at lesliemeyer.com and I will be back next week with another episode of Bust Out of Boring. You are awesome. Thank you so much for sharing part of your busy day with me. If you're digging Bust Out of Boring, please subscribe and leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts. I so appreciate you taking the time to share Bust Out of Boring with other ambitious, professional and high achieving mamas like you. If you want more help busting out of your boring home, you can grab my free interior design budget guide, kitchen design checklist, and more at LeslieMyrick.com. While you're there, you can also find out how to work one-on-one with me for your design project. See you next Monday.